At Speedway, we've always been here to get you what you need when you need it. We're committed to keeping our stores open, clean, and safe, so you can stay fueled and refreshed all summer long. We've got cold drinks for hot days and frozen drinks for even hotter ones, plus energy boosts, quick bites, and pick-me-ups. We're always on your way, and we're always here for you. So no matter what you need, when you stop by, we'll be ready. Now buy any three cooler beverages and get 500 bonus Speedy Rewards points. It's uh, Greg. Let me switch uh, screens here. This is the Art of Relationships show, Thursday edition, people. And I want to welcome Diane Micus here. She is an expert, let's face it, at a lot of things, okay? Um, she does a lot of healing, Reiki healing. She does a lot of women empowerment, if you will, and helping women heal from broken hearts, right? From maybe their own wounds and traumas and aspects. And I want everybody to say hello to Diana and have her maybe give you a little insights about what she does, her website information as well, while I try to share this on everything, okay? Welcome, Diana. Thanks for joining me. It's cool. Hi, Greg. Thanks so much for having me. This is really great. I really am thrilled to be part of your show, The Art of Relationships. Thank you. And tell the audience exactly what do you do? Well, I am a love life coach. However, I bring in a real holistic sort of um, method in the way I coach my clients. And what I do primarily is I empower women to heal their heartbreak, to repair their bodies, Thank you. and help them reclaim their love life. That is so awesome. And what is your, talking about, you know, we're talking about this before, about feminine energy in those aspects. What is, in your eyes, the difference between, say, gender roles and feminine masculinity and are they totally separate or do they intertwine? And what's your take on that? Yeah, that's such a great question. And I know we've had lots of conversations. So there is a difference between what is female and feminine and what is male and masculine. So the gender roles are male and female, he, she, all of that stuff that's going on right now in our world where we're just trying to identify where we, you know, where do we fit in? in society and those are basically um those labels sort of connote a behavior right like the male does this the female does that but in my work what i'm really more concerned about are is the energy of what a feminine is and what a masculine is for example 
So a feminine essence energy. And again, I really want to stress, this does not mean male, female. You could be gay, you could be whatever, because we have both masculine and feminine essences within all of us. And it's our choice, well, most of the time, it's our choice as to how we want to use these, these energies and how we want to behave with these energies. So feminine, for example, feminine essence person, whether they're female or not, doesn't matter. When you're in your feminine essence, you are, you're flowing, you're flow, you are colorful, you're expressive, you're uh, communicative, you're all about, um, you're all about communication and sharing experiences on a real um, journey of a story rather than the result of the story. You are the receiver, okay? So that's the feminine essence. The masculine essence, which is not necessarily opposite because both essences are leaders within their realm, but the masculine essence really is all about giving. It's, a, it's about um, results-oriented, goal being goal-oriented. So in a conversation, when you're in your masculine, you want to know what the end result is. You're going to push for the exit strategy. You're going to push for what are we working towards, right? Whereas the feminine is all about the conversation and the journey and how she got to where she is or he got to where he is or whatever. Um, and so... so with those distinctions, it's really important for you to understand it, especially in a relationship, when you're in your masculine and when you're in your feminine, because that becomes the problem. Okay, now, you know what I do, people know what I, you know, what I do working with couples mostly, and looking at, okay, now, how do you help, say, women know how to read when to be when? Masculine energy, feminine, and you mentioned about the masculine energy. You know, it's about giving. I get you know, goal directed and everything else. Aspects. Are you saying that the feminine energy cannot be giver, cannot be goal oriented? Not at all. Not at all. But that's not our primary <coughs> function as, as a feminine essence. Okay. So if I'm in my feminine essence. Um, uh, well, let's go. Let's let me just go back a little bit. So, so the confusion is when we're in a relationship, especially for females, is we've been taught that if we're going to play in the man's game, which is have a career, we have to provide for our, our children because now we're single parents, or we really do have to contribute financially into a marriage. Um, absolutely. Then, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. And there's nothing wrong with that. However. What happens, what happens and what gets confusing for females is, and fem, the feminine is, that during the day they're in their masculine because they've got to take on that role where we are now working. We have to make decisions. We make team leaders. We need to make, you know, we need to get shit done. Um, and then when they go home, it becomes confusing because they're still in their power leadership role. Nothing wrong with that. However, if you're in a relation, in a heterosexual relationship when you're with a man who is also in his leader role and he's in the masculine, two sides of a magnet. I so. tell people that you're going to end up bashing each other. And you look at, and I hear this, this all the time from couples. And I work with um, 
let's face it, 80% of my couples, clients are African American. And I hear this a lot that, you know what, Greg, my, my lady, she has a hard time submitting to me. And I, I refresh that because I tell them everybody's different, you know. And I look at, you know, when people look at submission, they look at someone allowing their partner to have control over them and to be like a control freak. I'm not going to be submissive. I tell people it's not. You can be submissive to both people, to both of you. You can submit to each other and still have a great connection and still have the, you know, that balance between each other of, you know, the love, the passion, the desire in aspects. And if you have that balance, it's sort of ironic how you see that connection sort of even deepen. It involves a lot more and you're able to sort of feed off of each other instead of in competition like you just mentioned. Yeah, that's a really good point. And, and that word submission, hmm. You know, it means so many different things. But well, we, yeah, we could get we, we could uh, get into uh, you know BDSM and kink and absolutely that's for, that's so, for another topic. Yeah, well versed in, but anyway. Oh, um, well, hold on! You said you're well versed in. Oh, oh, here we go. I could bring in my uh, my other uh, sexologist uh, friends, and we oh we could have a whole group thing about this. This would be cool. No. <laughs> Okay, anyways, go back on the submission aspects. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the problem with our society. We think being a female means you're weak, means you're submissive, means you have to be. That's kind of the male definition. The male has portrayed females as submissive, weak, subservient. It's unfortunate that's in our psyche, but that's not what the feminine means. Feminine is very strong. Feminine is, is powerful. So... It's not about being submissive. It's about working together in balance, knowing that the masculine is the giver, the feminine is the receiver. That's the difference. It's not about being submissive. It's about receiving, receiving whatever, you know, hopefully receiving compliments, receiving love, receiving respect, all of that. And Affirmations and everything else. Absolutely, yes. <clears throat> you have... And give back in that way that the the masculine needs. Now, what is your, the differentiation, and I, I promote, we talked before, I'm huge on self-love and self-respect, and I, I won't ever, will not ever get away from that. And I look at what is the difference for you as far as receiving in the femininity or feminine role, the energy, if you will, the difference between receiving and being able to step back into the masculine role when you are being disrespected. When yeah. you are get when you're getting treated like shit, let's just put it out there. And that balance about being able to, and that's what I said. It's sort of ironic in my math, let's just face it, it sucks. And I tell people, I want people to give a hundred percent to a relationship, and I also want them to give a hundred percent to themselves. And this sort of aligns, I think, with what you're promoting about being able to receive. And there's a lot of people, you're right, and I see a lot of women, they're able to, to give love. And there's men, too, able to give love, but they can't receive it. They're afraid to. They're, they don't know what to do with it. They're, it sounds crazy and sort of foreign to a lot of people. What do you mean you can't receive love? They're, they're afraid to. Yeah. And 
we'll hit on that and then we'll balance on to the sexual dynamics about femininity, masculinity, and can those energies switch? Yes, okay, so first question. Please. What happens when you're treated like shit in a relationship? Yes, please. You set your boundaries. It's all about boundary setting. Listen, we aren't ever given the manual. We're taught how oh, to be... Oh, God, no. Yeah. W wouldn't that be great if we had the manual, how to have a fantastic relationship? <laughs> but we have to relearn. We have to relearn. This is not something that's innate because we've had bad examples. We've inherited horrible ways of being when it comes to relationships, especially romantic relationships. So you need to teach your partner that you have boundaries. And your boundaries... Are uh, are your level of self-respect that you set, not what your not what your ex or your partner sets. You set your self-respect. So if somebody's overstepping and disrespecting you, you need to shut that down. And but shutting it down in a kind, compassionate way, not a let's fight and duke this out kind of stuff. That doesn't work at all. It's really about saying, you know what, that doesn't work for me. Please don't do that again. It's not that easy. Is it? I, I mean, sure. Give <laughs> some real examples, and I'll give you some real. Oh, I'll give you some. Uh, I that's what I deal with on a daily basis, and yeah. I tell it, it's ironic. I don't want to scare anybody, but there's times I physically have to break people up, and um, they just they're so zoned in on their not being controlled, not being given up themselves is how I look at it they don't want to be giving up the essence who they are so they're fighting so hard for themselves but they're doing it in a very unhealthy very toxic let's face it dangerous avenue and you know looking at balance and you could say and I, I even tell people you know anger covers up hurt fears insecurities go after those first so if someone's yelling and screaming at you oh my god you rotten mother da, 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 da. You know what? Can you say, you know what? What are you hurt about? But don't yell at me. I'll yell at you. Let's get real, right? If you have two people that are very emotional, emotionally aware, they have, let's face it, high emotional intelligence, emotional control. Not a big deal. It's easy, right? Yeah. When one of you or both of you do not have that skill set, whoo. It's not that easy. Don't tell me what I should do. Don't tell me how I should talk to you. And I tell people, you still, it's that old adage about killing them with kindness. And, you know, can you still stay in your feminine attitude about bringing awareness and to teach? You know what? I told you, I'm not going to, you know, listen to you. I'm not going to let you begrade me or begrade me, degrade me. There we go. And to be able to center on those elements, and if they still have it, can you walk away? You know, that's that's the that's the challenge we have in relationships is to not come from our wounded child because that's what's happening here, and really come from a place of love because you have to remember why are you in a relationship to begin with? You know, you have to ask yourself: Is this really how I'm going to be speaking to the person who I'm supposed to be loving for the rest of my life, and or is that really how I want to be spoken to from the person who I'm supposed to be in love with for the rest of my life? No, we're not. Even though it comes from, you know, the primitive brain, it's a reaction to whatever's going on. Oh, absolutely. But that's, that's the beauty of this. You can learn how to stop that reaction. And it's all about communication skills. And that's where you got to start from. Because at the end of the day, 
Okay, you're if you're if you're communicating on such a level with your partner, you have to you have to like put step out of it for a second if you can't help them step out of it and go, would you speak to your employer that way? Would you speak to your grandmother that well maybe your grandmother? But you know, would you speak to It depends. <laughs> would you speak to a stranger that way? You know, like there's a certain decorum that we decide um, that, you know, we you know, we bring the level down when it comes to our romantic relationships and we would never speak to one, to a stranger that way. So mm -hmm. that's, that's the question, you know, like in the, the essence is really, you know, um, how do you want to be treated in your relationship? And you have to work from that point of view. Oh, I agree with that. And I use that analogy all the time, you know, would you, you know, does your, you know, at work, and I, I hear, you know, all the time, my boss is this, my boss is that, and I come home, and that's why we got in an argument, I had a bad day at work. I said, and I'll bring that up, do you ever yell at your boss? Oh, hell no, I don't want to get fired. I'm like, how come you're doing it at home? But it's that, the, let's face it, we take out our shit on the people that are closest to us. I don't know if it's a sense of safety, a sense of freedom that we maybe and I'll enable ourselves to do that. I'm not saying it's right, not by any means. And I love your, you know, your philosophy about that. And that's what I try to do to teach, you know, couples to teach not, I mean, it's not just the women, it's men too, about being able to self-soothe and to be able to center, you know, slow your exhale to sort of get a hold of yourself, not in a sexual way, not yet, but to be able to go after it. And you know what? I don't want to blow up, I want to stay calm. And it's very, very difficult to do, let's face it. For a lot of people, it's impossible if you found out your partner just cheated on you. If you found out, you know, your partner got caught maybe drunk on a job or using drugs and got fired, that type of thing, got a DUI um, and is in jail. It's very, very difficult for anybody to stay calm in those situations it's a lot easier when it's not a big deal like you break a shoelace okay yeah. but when you have those let's face it disastrous devastating events that occur you know you're going to emit you're going to you know explode let's just face it but then i want you to calm back down and self-soothe to be able to go after it. and if you want to call that self-soothing is getting back into your feminine side and yeah. trying to get after it and allow your pain to come out from the heart not the anger sounds easy it's not not easy at all and diana would you say that anger would be a masculine or feminine energy Ooh. no it's both we could it's it is not one or the other anger is anger period it's not one or the other no, it's both. We could, you could be in your masculine or your feminine and feel angry. It's just how each essence deals with it. Just, well, okay, would you say it's more of the expressive aspect of how you express it? Would be more masculine or feminine not in that energy? Mm -mm, not necessarily. Like, for example, you know, uh, a masculine energy individual, if he's super angry, he just might punch a wall. Correct. Feminine energy who is angry might just go on a rampage and scream. So it just depends, really. But you know, we don't want we we want to encourage that that energy 
to uh, to transmute into an energy that you can not control, basically control. Um, but also, you know, these these expressions of anger, these expressions of disappointment when you're in a relationship, you have to remember that you have you have developed a habit around how you want to express yourself. You develop a habit based on what you saw your parents do, based, based on what you see others in your community do, and you think that's the way to do it. And that's not when you're in a loving relationship. You have to remember when your ex cheats on you or does something that you don't necessarily um, approve of or might be um, interpreted as hurting you from a certain, whatever the situation is, or wanting to hurt you, they're actually coming from a place of wanting um, um, wanting help. And that's the only way that they've been able to express whatever it is. I'm not going to disagree with you. And have a uh, one uh, follower just mentioned about gender neutral. Now, yeah. is, you know, with gender neutrality and being gender neutral, you know, are you looking at where does that play in with the feminine masculine energies and we have to remember the gender roles and masculine feminine gender roles is different than the masculine feminine energies exactly. big time exactly so it's gender roles have no place in the masculine and feminine as far as i'm concerned because as i said before we each have the capacity to have both masculine and feminine essences within us and we get to choose when to use them in a relationship. Nice. So, that's it. Has nothing to do with genders. I like it. And now, do you feel here we go with the yin and yang and I'm huge into Eastern philosophies and stuff. You know, the yin and yang that balance, you know, the giver, the receiver, that type of aspect. Now you're looking at what happens if both individuals are both in their feminine roles or they're both in their masculine roles. What do you see when you're, you know, you work with, you know, women, you most, let's face it, you work with women, right? And what do you see, or has this ever come up, about when two people are in the same, in the same essence, the same energy, what happens? Yeah, well, here's here's a scenario. So like I mentioned before, you're in your masculine, you come home, your your spouse, if you're whatever, is in their masculine. Doesn't sure. Matter what, doesn't matter what gender you are. And, you know, and you're in your masculine and you want to have, you know, you want to have, a, you know, great sex that night. But they're in their feminine. They don't really want to. They don't really want to, you know. And if, if there is a gender scenario there and we see, we see the conflict in, in heterosexual relationships because then the power coming from a masculine place, if, if, if she's a female, is... is is being um, very demonstrative, but then the masculine, if he's also in his masculine, it's kind of like, well, who's who's in charge here? So then there's a problem. So they can either decide to, you know, say, no, I'm the masculine, I'm the male in this, so I'm going to be the masculine, or I'm going to be submissive. And then a submissive male might not be attractive to a more masculine who really wants to be female underneath all of that or feminine. And that's what I'm saying. It's one of those roles. If one of them wants to be, you know, dominated, wants to play more submissive or feminine roles, say the guy, 
you know, go ahead, you know, could be a woman is, and I, you know, let's face it, most men love women that at times are very assertive sexually, very, maybe even aggressive. Oh, Greg, I can't wait to rip your clothes off, you know, bang me, whatever, you know, I'm going to bang you, screw you, whatever, okay? Um, love it, right? We want to feel desired, those aspects. And it's funny when maybe if both people are in that mood, you're like, it's like battery, right? Positive, neg negative. You have to hook up both for it to work, to draw energy from it. And it's looking at when you both are in the masculine role, it does it turn into a fight, a battle? That might be fun, you know? I'll spank you. No, you spank me, you know? It turns into those energies. And how do they collide in... You know, the sexual energy. And it's one of those things, well, I want to be submissive. I want to be submissive. And you're both there and you're both, pfft, nothing happens, right? It's one of those people that are very, maybe they're conflict avoidant. They don't yeah. want to rock the boat. They don't want to bring up how they feel, anything, because it's going to start an argument, a fight, those type of aspects. And I see that aspect in the sexual energy, too. And this relates to, I call it the feminine energy, you know, I, I want to I give, I don't want to create, you know, a, create any animosity, I don't want to, you know, cause an argument or do something that's wrong, that's not attractive for either gender. Exactly, that's such a good point, all of those points are so great, and so here's the, here's the thing, so as I speak to the essences of the masculine and feminine, it's really about understanding you have both of those within you. And as a, if I'm speaking to the females, understand that you can be feminine and still be in your power. It's not, a, it's not that you're submissive or you're weak or any of the things that we've defined it as. It's about being powerful, but being the receiver. Okay. So when, you, when you understand the play of that, then you each can communicate what you want in a relationship. Communication is key. It's huge. And I'm going to put you on the spot. I apologize. I don't like, well, let's face it, I do like putting people on the spot once in a while. Can you give an example of that? Of what, exactly? The feminine and masculine energy or transition. In a relationship, in a scenario? Yes. Like you said with a, a woman being in her masculine and feminine energy, how yeah. you can... What would be a good situation where a woman would transition from one to the other? Yeah. So if she's coming home from work, let's say that, and she's been in her masculine, and she's like, you know, let's say her husband has also just come home, and he is also in his masculine, he's hungry, he wants dinner, and she's like, yeah, I want dinner too. Uh, why didn't you make it? Or, you know, <laughs> right? There's that. Uh, it sounds like I'm, I'm in a session right now because that happens all the time. <laughs> yeah. it's, a it's a very common one. So here's the thing. You have to, in a relationship, really communicate what, you know, agreements around certain things. Because if you're acting, at, if, you're, if you're both contributing, say, financially or contributing energetically. Absolutely. This is a partnership. Yes. Okay. First and foremost, you have to remember this is a partnership. So you have to decide, okay, like, again, dinner. Um, you know, dinner, say I'll do dinner Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and you do dinner Tuesday and Thursday. You have to have these agreements. It's really important because you only have so much energy. So then you can understand that. So there's no surprises. There's no... 
There's no scenario where you're going to be in conflict. You understand that your husband comes home and it's his night to do dinner, for example. So then you're like, okay, how can I help you, honey? Instead of you do this, you do that, you do that. You're now the receiver. The control, the controlling the boss, exactly. the masculine, if you will. Exactly. Now, okay, it's my turn to cook. And I'm cooking whatever I want. Screw you. You're going to eat whatever I make. Okay. <laughs> people, 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 people know me. No, this isn't me. I, I can be... I can be very assertive, okay? That's not an issue. I'm very respectful. Okay, so listen, woman. You're going to eat what I cook. I don't care if you like it or not. So I get ready, cook, and also, not, you know, this is all playing out ahead of time. It's my night to cook. I come home, and I'm sick. I got the coronavirus, <laughs> you know, out there, and I'm laughing. I shouldn't laugh. Cause, anyways, yeah, I got the flu. Okay, I don't feel good, and well, I know it's my turn to cook, but I just can't. What would happen? You're going to cook anyways. Well, honey, I know you don't feel well, but our agreement is it's your night to cook. No, that's not how you would respond. <laughs> I'm asking. I'm asking you. Well, the feminine would be, what do you want to do? About this. I, I'm not feeling, I feel like shit. I'm gonna, I can't, I feel hot, sweaty. Uh, I feel like I'm gonna puke my guts out. Uh, I don't want to do anything. Yeah, so first of all, you make sure that you're taken care of. But in the meantime, so do you want to order in? What do you feel like eating if you're sick? I don't want to make any decisions. I just, I told you. Are, you. are you not listening to me, woman? I told you I don't feel like doing anything. Oh my God, here we go again. You ain't even listening. You don't even care I'm sick. You're laughing at me now? No. <laughs> now what would happen? That's great. You know what? I'd say, yeah, I'm really, uh, I'm, you know what? I'd say, yeah. I admit. Maybe Don't I'm yell sick. at me. No. <laughs> I didn't hear you the first time. I see that you're really sick, so let's get you taken care of. And don't worry about dinner. I'll make myself something. you got to look him off the hook. He's sick. What do you get to do? Nice. That's why you're in a relationship. You're in a relationship to support each other, not to fight. You're not in a relationship to be in conflict all the time. This isn't a competition. We're not here to compete. We're here to join in unionship and partnership and elevate each other. So how it should be, right? Well, but that's, you know, you got to understand that that's why you're in a relationship, to love and support, it, support each other, just like you said in your vows. Love and support, and that happens in the of, of the way. Obey used to be in there too, wasn't it? No. <laughs> uh, probably. <laughs> many, many, many decades ago, right? No, and I'm not. Oh, okay. I'm. I'm all about partnerships. I'm all about. I, I tell people, even in my office, I'm not into a lot of stereotypical gender roles. It's how you balance, how you work together as a team. And I ask, you know, what does partnership look like? And that is, I mean, let's face it, the partnership applies to what you're saying big time about the feminine, masculine energies and those type of roles too. So it's good. How you, can you, are you able to be, I don't, know, I don't want to say necessarily like a chameleon. I want you to be authentic and real I'm huge on that. I, I'm not into people being fake and disingenuous. I, I want people to be real, but it gets to the point, can you 
sort of move between masculine and feminine, you know, energies at the time that, let's face it, that it's needed with one or the other. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, see, the confusion is if you don't know what that feminine energy is and being soft in it, then like anything, it's a learning experience. you got to relearn what that means as a female and as a feminine essence person. Absolutely. Diane, oh, sorry, I cut you. I want to, okay, um, I want, if you can, Diane, would you please throw out your website info where people can find you? Um, I think I saw you have a master class for women. Is that this evening? Yes, it is. I did see that correct. I didn't have time to really look, but I thought I saw that. Yeah, thanks. So you can find me on my website at dianamikas.com. That's M-I-K-A-S, Diana, just like the princess. Um, <coughs> Sorry. Well, that it's a princess of feminine. We were talking about fairy tales. We'll we'll have you back. We'll have you back on, and we'll talk about that later. Um, yeah. That was so rude of me and disrespectful. Funny, but disrespectful. <laughs> and yeah, if um, if you have any listeners out there who really just want to know some steps how to get out of heartbreak and to reclaim their love lives and the things you need to do, please join me tonight it on my masterclass which is um there's a link i believe you're putting a link somewhere yes it's down below tonight at 6 p.m eastern standard time yes thank you awesome thank you so much diane i appreciate you having on we'll have you back on we'll talk uh, maybe more in detail about the the sexual aspects of femininity and masculinity would be cool yeah, and i'd love to talk tantra with you that'd be great we could absolutely. You know what? I brought. I talked about that a couple of weeks ago. Actually, we can revisit that. That would be awesome. Um, thank you, everybody, for paying attention, tuning in. I appreciate everybody's support. You can check out my website as always, theartofrelationships.org. Catch the show. Well, most of the time, <laughs> the Art of Relationship show is Tuesdays and Thursdays at twelve noon. Eastern Time, and actually it's Eastern Daylight Time for everybody out there now, okay? Peace and love, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye.